0: Hey, my name is Arvaa Hanan. I am obsessed with everything early childhood education and supporting you through your teaching career. I help you feel supported, encouraged, and continue learning throughout your time, both inside and outside of the classroom. I am an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators are supported and guided throughout their classroom experience. Classroom management, teacher burnout, and distance learning are all topics we cover here. So get ready to learn, grow, and become the teacher you've always dreamed of being. Let's make an impact together. So before I dive into this episode, I want to know, have you downloaded my guide to reflection for teachers yet? If you're a teacher who desires to be more reflective in your teaching practice, or you just want to start to make reflection more of a habit, I have just the thing for you. My guide to reflection for teachers is a free resource. I will say that again, free resource that was made available to you after last week's episode, episode number 30. And guess what? It's still available. If you want to grab it, you can grab it in the link in the show notes below, or go to my Instagram handle at shaping little minds podcast and click the link in my bio. All right. Let's dive into this week's episode. Today we are talking all about feedback, both receiving feedback and giving feedback, and the importance of it inside your classroom. So first we're gonna dive into what feedback is, its definition, and why it's critical inside your classroom. Feedback is defined as, quote, a person's performance on a specific task which is used as a basis for improvement. We, as teachers and educators, always want to see our students succeed and thrive throughout the school year. Am I right? When our students struggle, we want to do everything possible to help them and provide the support that they need. So part of that support is giving feedback. But how can we as teachers give feedback in a way that is productive and is encouraging to our students rather than discouraging or disappointing? So first and foremost, feedback should be specific. Rather than telling your student, great job, you can say, you really know how to do blank. That is amazing, I'm super proud of you. So instead of just saying great job on the overall what's happening, you're saying this is what you're doing a really good job at, I'm proud of you, right? And you're showing the student that they're doing amazing and that they are progressing in whatever subject area you're teaching in that moment. Number two. Focus on what a child can do rather than what a child can't do. If you've been in early childhood for a while, then you know that telling a child no is just going to exacerbate that behavior. So instead of saying no, you would give them the opportunity to do something else or show them something else that they can be doing rather than telling them no, 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 no all the time. Same thing goes for when we are giving feedback. Tell the child what they've been doing really, really well at. Don't discourage them by telling them that they're not doing such a great job, right? There are things that we can work on, but at the end of the day, you want the child to feel proud. You want your child, your student to feel to feel. Supported, and you want your student to feel motivated to continue inside your classroom and to continue to thrive inside your classroom. And last but not least, and this coincides with um, focusing on what the child can do, is wording. Your wording is so important. Anytime you give feedback, it should be phrased in a positive manner. So instead of saying, what are we going to do with math because you're not doing well in it. Instead of doing, and, and that's terrible phrasing, but instead of doing, instead of saying something like that, say, you know, you're really good at this. So let's see if we can take that and help you with this, right? And so you're you're really putting it in a word, you're wording it in a different way. You're giving them a compliment and taking their prior knowledge and integrating it into whatever you're learning at the time so giving feedback in the classroom is super super important but the ability to receive feedback as a teacher is just as important receiving feedback helps you as the teacher grow and learn throughout your teaching career so I have a question for you Do you aspire to be the best? Do you want to do right by your students? If you can't receive feedback, you won't grow. If you can't receive feedback, you'll never learn how to help your students in a way that is right for them, in a way that meets their needs. If you can't receive feedback, you'll always feel a lack of confidence in your abilities. Feedback is healthy. But feedback also needs to be presented in a way that is respectful and encouraging. Just like when you are giving feedback to your students, whoever is giving you feedback should help you feel encouraged, motivated, and feeling like you're growing throughout your time in the classroom feedback adds to your success it help it gives you the growth and learning you need in order to be the best in order to do right by your students and you know for me that's what I want for you that's why I created that's why I made this podcast that's why I launched this podcast I want you to succeed. So I hope you learned a little bit about the benefit of feedback and how you can give your students feedback and help to inspire and encourage and motivate your students to thrive and to succeed and to want to do the work. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a review and subscribe to this podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. And I love connecting with each one of you. So definitely do that. Or you can come follow me on my Instagram at shaping little minds podcast. Keep learning, growing and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. See you next time teachers.